Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today we're going to be talking about, this is the fifth chapter in our Jurassic World series, Jurassic Park series, uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh, it came out in 2018. It was the follow-up to Jurassic World from 2015. Uh, this was directed by J.A. B- Bayona. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Uh, it is still based on the the characters, you know, written by Michael Crichton, and the story is still written by Colin Trevorrow, who wrote the first film, wrote this one, and then of course he also wrote um, he also wrote the, the the upcoming last film as well. This film, uh, this film, basically the 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 island of Isla Nublar, where the first film, where the very first film and the fourth film take place is uh, about to rupture because it's actually an active volcano and they're trying to get as many dinosaurs as they can off of that planet off of that island and move to a secure location um, uh, Chris Pratt Bryce Dallas Howard and of course a bunch of other people are brought in to kind of help with that and things like that however when they get to the island they realize that there are more nefarious people out there who want to um, uh, sell the sell some of the dinosaurs on the black market, as it were, and things just kind of go wrong from the time we get off or when we try to get off the island to the time we get back to the mainland. Um, this was probably probably the most dis- this was very disappointing film. Uh, I don't think it was all that great. Um, the the idea that they were the movie opens with an amazing like uh there's a there's that opening scene where the guys are trying to go they go into the muzzlesaurus the muzzlesaurus um tank you know the fish the fish tank and they try to get the indominus uh bone you know from the the skeletal that was left there after they you know after it got eaten at the end of the first at uh, the end of the previous film and there's a great moment. There's a that's that opening scene where the the dying team gets eaten, and of course the guys who are on the mainland are being chased by the Tyrannosaurus Rex. All of that looked cool. From then on, it's a bunch of hit and it's a bunch of hit and miss moments that really don't land at at really at all. The ones that hit are okay, but it's like we have a hit right here. It's just really cool, but then we have a miss. Then another miss, and then another miss, and then another miss, and it's like, dude, this ain't, this ain't really working. Um, Toby Jones, Ted Levine, and a bunch of other people who were added to the film, uh, like, I, it's like these new characters. They, they're. I, I'm not sure how to describe this film. They go to Isla Nublar to got to try to get some of the dinosaurs to get off the island and try to preserve what we have left but then when they realize that's what Bryce Dallas Howard and 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 Chris Pratt are told however when they get there and then the rap the velociraptor the last remaining velociraptor that um that Chris Pratt was training with blue um is the only one there she's shot and then tased and everything like that but then Chris Pratt is shot and tased himself and it's like, what the hell? And he's like, we got better things to worry about and try to preserve this island. And then they try to make this, they tried to make this scene 
a little bit more dramatic you realize that they're not taking all the dinosaurs off the island they're only taking certain ones you know basically a lot of the carnivores and the predator type dinosaurs that are out there you know ones that can probably be worth a pretty good penny of the ones they take out t-rex is taken uh blue is taken um and a lot of the other ones are taken off the island but like some of the some of some of the herbivores like the um the long neck or the brontosaurus as they're called the brachiosaurus uh stegosaurus and things like that they're left behind this is this is kind of it's a kind of cheesy sad moment when everybody gets on the boat and they're getting away from the island and then of course the one brachiosaurus does the pose from the first Jurassic Park when it lifts its legs up and reaches for the top part of the tree to get something and then it's engulfed in smoke and flames and things like that is I was like that's not necessarily that that's basically saying you know the end the end is it's over for the original Jurassic Park and it's like ah that's no fun and things like that but the that was the first half of the movie is them treading through the island and trying to get off the island the second half of the movie takes place inside this mansion um uh it was just something didn't look something didn't feel right it's like James Cromwell plays a character by the name of Benjamin Lockwood, who is a partner of John Hammond, who had an idea, who had, who helped him get the ideas ready for what was to become the first Jurassic Park um, uh, theme park, you know, and things like that. And they kind of split off of, you know, something that was not necessarily going in the direction that they both wanted to go. So... James Cromwell's character plays Lock, uh, Lockwood, and um, the the last, like the last, the second half of the movie takes place in this big in the Lockwood estate, this big ass mansion, so to speak. They've created a new raptor again. They tried to make, and they try to fuse an Indominus Rex. The Indominus Rex is basically the T Rex and the Velociraptor put together. So. I guess they learn. They try to learn from their mistake and try to make another one. They make the Indoraptor, which is pretty much the same thing as a as a uh, the Indominus Rex, just a little bit smaller, smaller than the T Rex, but bigger than the Velociraptor. So they try to make it more menacing, more scary looking, and of course it breaks out, and then everything's going on and things like that. There's this one character, and I hate to bring this up, but they have. I have to do it anyway. Um, Isabella Sermon plays Maisie Lockwood. Uh, um, she plays uh, James Cromwell's granddaughter. And then, as if there wasn't a you know enough plot holes to begin with, you realize that the reason why him Lockwood and Hammond came to differences because Hammond wanted to bring back dinosaurs. Lockwood wanted to bring back his daughter, so he cloned her and things like that so that was kind of where the writing thing went and i was like what the f where where the hell did that come from you find out this young girl who's in this mansion is not only not only is she not the daughter the 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 granddaughter of benjamin lockwood she's a, a clone basically of his actual daughter and i'm like this is not going to make any sense. And then when Dominion comes out, that's going to be the, the, the big issue that they're going to have to fix. And that was the thing. Like, this movie just 
was just all over the place. It starts off them trying to save the dinosaurs, but then you realize that there is somebody back on the mainland trying to sell these dinosaurs on the black market. That 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 premise alone should have carried the entire movie. But what bothers me about this the Fallen Kingdom is the fact that they acknowledge that there's no there's, there's nowhere else that these dinosaurs can fend for themselves, knowing that Jurassic Park one that Jurassic Park two and three have taken place on different islands. Yet we we know that now, we know that they've made reference to the San Diego incident, which was from Lost World. They made uh, everything restricted, that entire island chain restricted after what happened in Jurassic Park 3. So it's like, you can't cover up what we already know. You know, if you retcon everything, it fucks a lot of things up. Star Wars The Last Jedi tried to do that, and it didn't make sense. And I think Fallen Kingdom tried to do the same thing. It's like, they bring in a new director, and he tries to make his own movie rather than carry on what... That's the problem. Like, when when a director starts the, starts the series, and he can't continue the sequel, but he's going to come back for the third one. It's like they, they fucked up everything that they tried to do because they, they want to make their own. Uh, Josh Whedon wanted to make his own Justice League when Zack Snyder wanted some time off. They bought in... Um, they bought in Ryan Johnson to do Star Wars, but they let him write his own script and everything like that and make his own movie despite it not really being connected to The Force Awakens. J.A. Um, uh, Bonilla is the same way. He's directing a film that he feels should service the Jurassic World series, but it doesn't. It, it's like he's trying to it's like they're trying to make their own movie but yet without following the continuity or the storyline of the previous film you're the middle guy you're the middleman here just continue the story and things like that because if you fuck it up then whoever comes in after you or if you know Colin Trevorrow does come back which he does for Jurassic Park Dominion but you know it's like I was like it's always that middle one I don't understand it you know with with the original trilogy of Jurassic Park, like Steven Spielberg did one and two, and they're both great. And I've already talked about how good Lost World is. I, you know, you guys are fucking stupid if you didn't like Jurassic, the Lost World Jurassic Park. But Jurassic Park three really kind of falls apart, and I think it's the worst one out of those first three. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was a major disappointment after how fun and entertaining. Uh, Jurassic World was Fallen Kingdom falls flat on its face and does does not deliver. It does have some great moments, like when they're like I said, the first half of the film when they're on the island, when they're on the island trying to escape the run from the dinosaurs and try to catch them all and things like that. That's that's entertaining. That's fun. That's what kind of what a lot of people were expecting. When they get back to the mainland and they're in the mansion, that is where the movie takes the big nosedive because it's like, what the fuck? What is this? And I don't know, it's just, it, it feels like two different tones. Like they're trying to, it's like two different tones trying to tell one story. You know, some movies can pull that off. This one didn't, you know, and things like that. Now, a lot of people will say The Lost World tried to do that. Well, yeah, they did try to do that. But it was only the last maybe 10, 15 minutes of the movie. You know, by the time we got to that, by the time we get to the San Diego incident in Lost World, we pretty much served an entire thing. Like when the helicopter leaves, 
when the helicopter leaves uh that shot of the helicopter leaving isla sorna with with you know the survivors and everything like that you could have ended the movie right there but then they brought in that extra part where they caught the t-rex and they take it back to the mainland and i was like that's i think that's where they fucked up and uh things like that however fallen kingdom they get off the island about halfway through the movie so we still got like another 30 45 minutes to go and we're stuck in this mansion with you know the indoraptor and all these other you know animals and things like that but then the biggest thing that pisses me off is that the end of the movie when they have all the dinosaurs trapped inside this um inside this uh like the basement pretty much and the basement is filling up with this toxic gas that's going to kill them all and Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt have that look on their face like they don't want to let them go because they let them go then they're gonna um they're gonna you know they're gonna get out into the open world and things like that so that look on their face like they they were here to save these dinosaurs but they weren't supposed to bring them back to the mainland so that was kind of the whole thing but then the fucking girl uh Isabella Sermon's character releases them like she opens the door and everything like that and that line you know she had to they're alive just like me i was like wait that is that's not that's not how it works these are genetic replicas of another species and things like that and it's like these are vicious monsters that will that will rip people limb from limb and judging by the previews that we that we got for Jurassic World Dominion it looks that way and it looks like they're going to go in that direction with Dominion and um I don't know man like I said this movie's half and half the first half is good the second half is not but the second it's not it's not a, like it's, it's not as terrible as Jurassic Park 3 like Jurassic Park 3 is the worst film out of all these films and then Fallen Kingdom would be right behind it and things like that but that's neither here nor there I think Chris Pratt had a lot of fun stuff to do Bryce Dallas Howard really stepped up into her own and things like that and uh, despite you know the other stuff that was going on in the film and the, the two clashing tones and the two like random storylines that they were going with um, it, it's a so-so movie like if you once they get off the island, you can turn the movie off because that last part where they're in the mansion, granted, it does have some pretty cool moments, but it's not all that great. And then the ending of the movie is not all that. The ending of the movie where all the dinosaurs are, are, are among, you know, the world, like when the T-Rex roars at the lion and the lion roars back or when the people are on the beach and they see the muzzlesaurus coming out of the water. You see all the pteranodons flying through the air. And it's like, it's, oh, my those are some cool shots but it's just a lousy way to get there it had a it had a somewhat of a happy ending and then of course the jeff goldblum cameo throughout the movie is um because he has he opens the movie he's there you know through the beginning he's there kind of towards in the middle and then he's there at the very end and and he has that great line he goes how many times do you have to see that we don't we cannot coexist the writing is there on the wall this species was here before us and if we're not careful they'll be here after us welcome to jurassic world and i was like that's i'm like i was like to be honest they only did that so everybody could go home they knew that that second half of the movie was terrible so they have all these cool shots and then you have the jeff goldblum speech over all those shots and everything like that and then it's a way for everybody to go home happy which it worked in a way but 
like I said, that last 45 minutes when they're in the mansion, I was like, no, this ain't working. This don't really work. You know, now it's like dinosaurs inside of uh, a haunted house or something like that. It's just, it wasn't all that great. Um, but like I said, this was probably out of the two Jurassic World films. This is this is so disappointing because of how fun and entertaining the second the the first Jurassic World film was, and this one was just a major step down in quality, a major letdown. Like Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, even B.D. Wong, those guys are are good you know their the performances are good it's just the storyline of that second half of the movie that really bogs the entire film down and it makes it not all that fun anymore and you know it, it it's it starts to take itself a little too seriously and when that happens you know shit flies off the wall and they're just trying to see what's going to stick and 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 like i said that last that last monologue and those last shots of the dinosaurs among uh, the populated areas, those that that shot works, but it's that forty-five minute block from when they get off the island to when the dinosaurs escape into the wild that it's not all that entertaining. And this was overall, this was not a great movie. Uh, if you have to watch it, uh, go right ahead. Um, I'm not sure how it's going to play out for uh, Dominion, so uh, we'll. Dominion is the final chapter, and I'm going to go see that later today, so be on the lookout for that episode. That'll probably drop later tonight. So that's going to go ahead and do it for today's episode. Be on the lookout for more episodes as they drop. If you like this episode, be sure to follow and like, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, on, uh, follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google Play, Odyssey, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets. The Madhouse 21, Instagram and Twitter. The Madhouse 21. Tell me what you guys thought about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Was it better than Jurassic World? Is it worse than Jurassic Park 3? Whatever the case may be, let me know. Uh, like I said, this is the fifth chapter in the... Uh, Jurassic World series Jurassic World Dominion is already out I'm actually on my way to go see that uh, in a little bit about another 20-30 uh, minutes you know me and the kids are going to go see it so be on the lookout for that as it comes out uh, be on the lookout for more original content that is coming out there are some movies that I have seen now but I won't be able to record any of that until later on tonight so late late tonight is the kind of what I'm trying to get at here so maybe in the after hours or in the in the early morning hours of tomorrow you'll probably get more content of movies that I've already seen or movies that I'm probably going to see after I come back from watching uh, Jurassic World uh, Dominion to see how it all kind of comes together but like I said guys be sure to follow the podcast for all for everything coming out thank you everybody who's been supporting the podcast uh, i see my numbers moving up a little bit more every now and then especially on apple and spotify so big shout out to everybody who uh follows the podcast and of course as always guys be sure to embrace your inner madness <laughs>